0: been a big day for the podcast go presents your daily dose of news entertainment and all things internet
1: Hey, it's Kate, Mel and Talisha, and it's been a big day for the NBA, who have actually postponed today's game between the Lakers and the Clippers um, after the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gigi. Nine people died in that Nine people died in this helicopter crash. It was over Calabasas in Los Angeles, and amongst those killed were him and his 13-year-old daughter. So it
0: came out just as, like... Um, the Grammys were like kind of about to start so Mm -hmm. it was like there were so many tributes and stuff happening it was so raw because like all these people were like accepting their awards and having tributes and stuff to Kobe who had literally just passed away, I
1: and I thought the Grammys actually um, did an amazing job at, at making sure all of the performances sort of did have a nod, a nod to Kobe, and they they had his jersey amongst you know the yep. sets of performances, and then a lot of people spoke about him in their acceptance speeches. And I actually thought it was considering how w- recent it had happened. They, it they and Alicia Keys was just the most incredible person when it came to delivering on that front. She's
0: just such a sweet soul. Like yeah. I feel I see. She just has such um, a, a nice energy to kind of deliver that kind of thing, and also Lizzo and uh, Lil Nas X um, mm-hmm. also had tributes as well. I feel like it really underpinned that connection between art and sport as yeah, well. Yeah, so totally. true
2: that it was like we, we all take inspiration from other fields sometimes, and and but he was he was an award-winning artist himself. He mm-hmm. won an Oscar
1: for his short film *Dear Basketball*. So. Mm. You know, he, he was in both fields. And I think it was particularly, like, um, pivotal considering the Grammys were held at the Staples Centre, which is basically his second home. It's I think so hard to watch. James as well, like, he
2: only just overtook Kobe Bryant's record. So mm. he bumped Kobe down to number four for yeah. all-time um, point scoring. So I think there might have been that extra heartfelt sort of, yeah. like, for him.
1: Mm. Um
0: I think for e- even people who don't totally follow sport, like, you you know who Kobe is. Yeah.
2: People say, like, you never met them, why are you so upset Yeah, sort
0: of argument, which is, like, a lot of us
2: never meet the people we look up to. That doesn't make, mean that we feel their
0: loss any less. Mm, yeah. Don't, I think in the wake of, like, a very public kind of death like this, it's... It's kind of important that like we don't just put them on a pedestal because like everyone's lives are so complicated and so are, no one's perfect. so up and down hmm. right so like Kobe had um, some some real troughs in his in his career, in, in his life as mm-hmm. well. And it's kind of come to the forefront of the conversation.
1: Yeah, so in 2003, he was at the centre of a sexual assault case, which never went to trial. Um, mm-hmm. The woman who accused him of it, she dropped the case. And keep in mind, this is well before the Me Too movement yeah, as so well. Yeah, so this was
0: in 2003, 2004, mm-hmm. like, was the civil case. He said at the time that he thought he had consent, but realised that he didn't. Um, And one person's consent does not equal another person's consent. So I feel like... Because he he said he learnt from uh, the person's testimony, he learnt from the um, attorneys, Mm -hmm. um, and basically educated himself on what consent was and that he didn't actually have it. And so he admitted to it, and it was settled in a very civil kind of way. And that's a very different thing...
1: um, to what we are
0: dealing with now with yeah, the meeting. Yeah, it's like on everything. a whole other
1: level now where it almost feels like for him to have admitted that he didn't understand consent at the time. Yeah. Like, it's just so bloody rare now, isn't it, for y- your Harvey Weinsteins of the world, which is like on a whole other level, but who's just It's just, just denying, denying everything. everything. Yeah. I do think um, yeah. that ABC
2: handled it particularly well yesterday. Mm. Paul Kennedy in particular was very good at, and, um like, going over his achievements on the court and then mentioning the... Um, sexual assault case. Um, so it was balanced. It wasn't sort of jarring. It was sort of like, okay. This is a person. This is what their life encompassed. It wasn't all, yeah. you know, trophies and and championship rings and whatnot. Totally. So it, was, it was done
0: in a really professional way. And I feel like that's something that we ha- we run into a lot in the media is mm. trying to t- trying to remain balanced and trying to bring bring forward the facts and do the right thing. So, like for instance. TMZ and uh, The Shade Room were... um, They posted the announcement before the family knew um, about Kobe's death. Yeah. Which is obviously totally unethical and fucked up. It's just also very insensitive. Totally insensitive. And, yeah, like, they were posting... um, like information before it was confirmed and that kind of thing and like you just have to be so so careful mm-hmm. with stuff like that yeah i think
2: what's interesting i i've covered police cases over the years and the way things operate here in australia are very different to the us yeah. so the police here are very careful you um like we'll see all the p- Pre, um, police announcements come out and they won't know, they'll say an age and a gender, and that's about it. And it might be days before you know what the person's mm-hmm. name is, and that's because the family has to know first.
0: Yeah, and, and so, there's
2: stuff that they have to do before
0: they notify the family,
2: and that right. kind of stuff. Right, exactly. And it's, I think, it, in the States, it's so much more competitive and so much more vicious because it's a bigger market, and, mm-hmm. and TMZ is as cold as it sounds trying to get audience and there's this constant win mentality yeah. especially in
0: online trying to be um, the first and the loudest it's right, right. like exactly. but I think it's a, not a, always the most important thing a,
2: a, a, a big comparison with Australia versus um, America is the way we handle suicide compared to the States. Yep. Mm. So here in Australia, there are very strict rules for journalists on um, terminology used. And you'll hear usually it's um, the way it's described at first is um, someone was found um, dead um, police are not suspecting any suspicious behavior. Yeah. And they'll always be, yep. uh, a number for Lifeline or Beyond Blue at the bottom of the piece Mm -hmm. or at the end of the story. And it's only Mm -hmm. after the family generally give their, uh, you know, want to use it as an example, you know, as a talking point, that it then becomes clear of suicide. Whereas in the States, they are... Disturbingly graphic,
1: right? About a well, there was footage of the crash floating around. Right? I, I didn't see it, but I, I just heard there was. Was
0: scrolling through a New York Times article, and there was a picture. And it was the first time I'd seen a picture. Oh, God. It was. It was a picture of the helicopter with, um, like, people. At, like, tending to the crash. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, I literally was not expecting that. There was no warning. Because for stuff like that, there's a very, like... In Australia, there's huge, like, warnings at the top of the page. Like, if there's anything graphic. And, like, maybe... I don't know if to them that's not graphic, but fuck. That was so jarring to
1: see this morning. Imagine if one of his daughters just, like, was, you know, was trying to find out some more information and saw that. Like, you know, there's... It's just heartbreaking to think about yeah, the lack think, of care there, of of just being sensitive.
0: Yeah, I think it, I think it's really rough when you are jumping the gun like that. There was a um, a Washington Post reporter mm. who, um, what was her name, Kate? Her name is Felicia Sonmez, and yeah, so she tweeted um, about Kobe's sexual assault very, very soon after
1: right. the announcement
0: before Washington Post had even had a piece up about it. So Or it, confirmed the details. Or confirmed any details. So there there's a there's a
2: lot of messiness, I think.
0: And there's been multiple cases
2: of companies firing or suspending or Panelizing journalists who yeah. have tweeted of their own opinion. Mm. Um, we are just talking this just
0: yeah. Yeah, just, pop, just popping all opinions <sighs> on my own in your bio doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't, it that. doesn't
1: cover you. But no. one uh, tweet that sort of me and Talisha were like, oh, yeah, that sort of sums it up quite well, was yeah. um, the editor of Refinery29, Danielle Cadet. She wrote, It's possible to feel overwhelming sadness for Vanessa Bryant and her remaining daughters and acknowledge Kobe Bryant as an iconic athlete and believe victims of sexual violence. It's complicated and that's okay. And I've, I just feel like that kind of sums up the whole thing. It's so nuanced and it's like, yeah. it's not black yeah. and white, unfortunately. I know people like to put people in boxes and be like, he was either, you know, this awful man or he was an, an, an iconic athlete. But pe- as you said to me today, Mel, like people are not perfect no. and they're complicated. I mean, I just, we've gone from the nice... Um, Measured
2: responses to Kobe's mm, mm. passing. So many beautiful celebrity tributes yeah, to him. Absolutely lovely. And, and he obviously impacted a lot of people. Kylie Jenner jumps in there and, of course, makes
1: it about her. Yeah. Oh, fuck, poor thing. So she... <laughs> So she basically made a moment for Kylie yeah. if we if we she, she revealed that she had rented the same helicopter that Kobe died in for her niece Dream's birthday last November and she had flown with the pilot Ara Zobian who also died in the crash. Twitter literally just went in on her almost straight away cuz they were like this isn't about you. That's almost I. that's almost like when,
0: you know, a, a fire happens at a restaurant or something and you're like, I ate down the road from that <laughs> restaurant like like 5 days ago, it could have been me and it's like, yeah, but you weren't fucking
1: there. It wasn't well, about when, you. When Notre Dame went up in oh, flames, it yeah. was so like I went to Paris 2 years ago mm, okay. Yeah, good on you. Or like when... <laughs> for yeah. Yeah. I'm happy you went on a holiday when that didn't happen. It's <laughs> oh. the worst humble brag, wasn't it? It's just, I'm a world traveller. Yeah. yeah, so it's basically just saying I do go... I do travel. Um. Yeah, and I think also it's just really important to always be respectful online in these situations. You know, it's totally up to
0: you to grieve how you want to and I feel like there's so there's so many conflicting opinions. It's, it's People are very complicated and it's... You know, if, you, if you're if you feeling, like, affected by this in any way, you can, you know, contact Lifeline, 13 11 14. And we'll catch you back here for another big day. What are your thoughts? Head to goat.com.au and get involved on our socials. Insta, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow for another big day.